Everyone loves a good family mystery, especially one with as many twists and turns as June's Journey. Escape your everyday life and experience the world through the lens of June Parker and search for hidden clues and uncover the mystery of her sister's murder. Engage your observation skills to quickly uncover key pieces of information that lead to chapters of mystery, danger, and romance. Where will each new chapter take you? Days are long and life is hectic. There's nothing more relaxing than shutting off my brain and playing a round of June's journey. I will take it all, the glamorous culture of the 1920s, scandalous family secrets, and explore and even build my own vivid sceneries. I love to let my imagination run wild when decorating my island estate. June needs your help, detective. Download June's journey for free on iOS and Android. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Starting it off with little Beatles, a rarity for us. As much as I love the Beatles, and I love the Beatles, I don't think I've ever we've ever done Beatles. And then I've I went down a little, you know, every now and again I'll just get a little into a little Beatles. And this might be my all-time favorite song ever. It's so good. This is like straight up John Lennon. I don't even think the other Beatles were involved. It's one of those ones where he's like, "I'll take it," mm-hmm. and then he just comes in and. This is what I did last night. Kind of <laughs> like with Paul McCartney and yesterday. Paul McCartney's all... Yesterday's all Paul McCartney. And... But you, when you're in a band, you gotta say, this is for you guys. This is us. Yeah. Yeah. So, but this is such a great song. It's a rainy day here in Los Angeles, so we start off the road. It puts me in a real rainy day mood. All right, everybody. Here we are. We're back. This is our first Thursday... Of 2023, our, our first you know, our first real cover-to-cover of the yep. year. So we are excited. Happy New Year, all that stuff. I'm a little over the holidays. I think all of us are. I'm done. I packed it all up. It's out. I do a thing where I just did it before you came, Alex. I saw, up the, I saw the Christmas tree up mm-hmm. into little tiny pieces. Like and I put it in a And I put it in the garbage. You know, we have these garbage cans here in Los Angeles. I don't know if you guys have a similar thing in your towns. But we have this one where you could put clippings, yard clippings, into the green one. Mm-hmm. And I, I saw up the tree into little pieces, put it in the green bin, and have the guy just take it that way. I'm not one of those monsters who puts it out, just throws it on the side of the road. Mm-hmm. Then it sits there till June or finds some field in, you know, in town and throws it in the middle of that. No, no, no. I'm a responsible guy, saw it up into pieces. I must look like some crazed serial killer this morning about 7 a.m. I'm back here sawing. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you didn't see what I was sawing up, it probably looked like from afar over the fence, it probably looked like I was sawing up my wife and family. But yeah. I was just a Christmas tree. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's gone. It's gone. It's all gone. And if it's not gone, now's the time, everybody. This is your final warning to get it down. Get it down now or become the person 
that we all goof on. And mm-hmm. we do goof on. And I know at least if it's raining or snowy in your towns, then it's a little difficult to get all the stuff done, but you got to get it done. Because here's what you become when you don't get it done now. If you let it go another week, it's going to become, you're going to become the Schlegels, which is a term we use on this podcast, for a, a family in my neighborhood in Ronkonkoma, Long Island, the Schlegels were, and it, it encompasses many, you, if you we all know a Schlegel. Mm-hmm. There's a Schlegel in every neighborhood. On every street. Every I don't care if you're in the most exclusive neighborhood in the country or the world. You have a Schlegel in that neighborhood. It's it's weight bench on the front lawn. It's a couple of cars on that don't seem to run. Engines out, you know, engines on the ground next to it. It's up on cinder blocks. Some of the tires are flat. You know the <laughs> yeah. car. And it's it's indoor furniture that's deposed it's built for indoors. It's outdoors. Mm-hmm. It's on the front lawn. For sitting. You can't handle it's, that kind of weather. No, not kind of weather, that kind of wetness. It never dries properly. Mm. It's not, don't put indoor furniture outdoors. There's outdoor furniture. Get that. <laughs> um, and don't put outdoor furniture indoors. It's, it's a very fine line. But if, you, if you're crossing that line, you are a Schlegel. Mm-hmm. And if you start leaving up Christmas lights and Christmas decorations until, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say today's your cutoff, but I'm going to give you till January 10th. You know, before we really start making some, yeah, some some, you know, before we really start judging, yeah. And I'm seeing a lot in my neighborhood. Wait, and you'll I give people till January 10th because you're I'm, like a next day. Oh, I'm next day. I'm next day. I'm next day. Yes, I'm actually almost. I'm going to start. I think before New Year's. I want it down. I want it out. I love Christmas too. Like Christmas is is good. I love it. It's not like I hate Christmas, but by the time I get to like December twenty seventh, I'm a little Christmassed out. Yeah, uh, and for a lot of reasons, I'm a little sad that it's over because you love it. You love all the things about it, but you just want all. You get, let's go. We'll mm-hmm. move on till next year. We'll, and next year we'll have a renewed vigor for Christmas, and we'll set it all up again. But yeah. right now, you got to get it down, everybody. Get it down. Get your your all those blow up things. I don't. They seem to come down every day, morning, every anyway. Yeah, like every morning they're all flat. <laughs> just flat. put it in a fucking. You, you gotta restake it yeah. down. <laughs> just put it in a box when it's flattened, and and put it up in the attic or wherever you put this shit. Anyway, get it done. So that's the situation where we are back for 2023, and already I don't know who's having a better 2023 than. Leonardo DiCaprio, <laughs> I can't get enough of this. We talked about it a little bit on a Patreon episode, but I'm, I'm reading more about it. Leonardo DiCaprio's St. Bart's. He's in St. Bart's. Mm-hmm. Um, now, the great thing about this is DiCaprio has been doing this. You literally could have posted this article 25 years ago, and it would have been the same article, same article. you posted today because it's, it is St. Bart's. He was the, he's there. He, I'll just read you what it says. Leonardo DiCaprio is photographed with four friends, uh, aboard a yacht off the coast of St. Bart's on Monday. So he's spending New Year's in St. Bart's on a yacht with friends. Now, the two friends, him, Leo himself, mm-hmm. and his other, you know, frump a dumpy friend. Yeah. I don't know who he's, I don't know if he's security. Listen, he's not uh, David Beckham. No. The guy on the boat with him. But also, who is? Mm-hmm. I'll tell you this. I was just in Hawaii. Um, and if you guys, I, I was in Hawaii for the, for New Year's. I listen. I wasn't on a yacht. I was at a. a, a you weren't fam- on a yacht with two twenty three no, year olds. No. I was yeah. on a. I was at a family themed hotel, <laughs> going down a water slide one hundred and fifty times with my daughter. That's what I was doing. But mm-hmm. listen, uh, what, do I want to be on a yacht anymore? I don't know. Maybe I'd like to see what DiCaprio. I'd go for a day. Mm-hmm. I don't want to be on it too much because I like. I don't want to wake up third day in you know like we're still on this yeah like, we got more the the, the the staff made ahi didn't we have ahi like let's get <laughs> let's get back to there's no wi-fi i'm like all right i need to check my emails mm-hmm. dicaprio's like oh you have more important emails than me yeah i got you know i got a, i get a men's warehouse email every day about what they their new deals what their deal of the day is do you get that leo do you get the men's warehouse deals because i don't want to i'm i feel like i'm missing out on like three days of men's warehouse deal so i but anyway <laughs> you know eventually you just want to 
you want to be done. Yeah. And I feel like if you're on a boat with Leo DiCaprio, you got to kind of do what he's doing. Mm-hmm. I mean, he could be out there for a month and like, we're still out here. This ah, he's great again. So, but I don't, I don't, so I don't, I don't know if I necessarily went. So it's, it's I hard choose. having rich friends because you have to keep up with them and you, and at any point it's going to be, you know what I mean? Like right. that they, they get to dictate how everything goes. Exactly. And if they forget their wallet, they look at you like you can cover this, right? And I'll get you back. And you're like, cover, and they never get you back. Yeah. And you no. It's not like you can write them and go, Hey, remember that time mm-hmm. we pulled into that one Island? You forgot and, your wallet. And the bill came and it was $7,500. Yeah. I know. Yeah. And you said you were going to get me back. Mm-hmm. When is that? Because yeah. I, yeah. So I know that's, I believe I've actually been in that I'm situation. I'm sure you have. Not 7,500, but I've been in, mm-hmm. I've been in a couple of $2,500 situations where yeah. it's like, you got this? You know, yes, yes, yeah. no problem. Yeah. So it's, and it has sweating. <laughs> and I wasn't on a yacht. So, but anyway, all, all fun and exciting stuff. But I was at a, basically a hotel in Hawaii. Very nice. We had a nice time. But the one thing, my one takeaway, that's why I don't want to talk too badly about DiCaprio and his friend on this yacht, because they don't look like the girls. Like, if the girls look like these two, mm-hmm. they would have been left on port uh, <laughs> the, when they when they left yeah. the, the port, whatever, where they left from. They wouldn't have been on, invited on the boat. Mm-mm. But these two frumpa-dumps, DiCaprio included, are out there hanging out. And my one takeaway from, uh, from, from Hawaii was this, and I'm actually happy about it. Um, it, there, there's we bodies, 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 bodies come in all shapes and sizes. Yes, they all, do. And there's a lot of quirks on people's bodies. When you're at a pool for six days, which I was in in Hawaii, you're you're it's all out. Mm-hmm. Sun, it's bright. You can't hide. Not a lot of hiding uh, nope. when that bright sun. And you see people's backs and the, you know, what's happening, scars and moles and cysts and, you know, you know what I'm saying? Am I making sense? You're making plenty of sense. And everybody's got them. There's very few. We all remember the scene in Fight Club when Pitt takes off that shirt for the first time. I think it's it's the first time we see him in Fight Club. He's in Mm -hmm. that, you know, Ed Norton walks into the Fight Club. Yeah. And and it's the first time where we're introduced to his character. And uh, he takes off that shirt, and it's just like I think the most shredded Brad Pitt's ever been. Ever, yeah. Except for maybe Thelma and Louise when he's the cowboy and he's real skinny and sinewy. That's a it's the first fourth time I've used that word this week. Yep. But it it says his body type perfectly. He's not that way anymore. Let me tell you. But anyway, uh, he looked amazing. Mm-hmm. I there's nobody who looks like that. Very. It's point one percent. Everybody else is a weird, even if you're kind of built, yeah, you still got your weirdness. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, oh, that guy's got a nice, you know, top physique. Yeah. But his calves well, are all fucked yeah, up. His and his collarbone yeah. is short or something like, <laughs> I know. This is the, and if you're, because when you go to these, these Hawaii resorts, you're with the same people for like a week. Mm-hmm. Everybody goes for six days, especially from Christmas to New Year's in Hawaii is a big time for people to go. So you stay there until New Year's and you see the same people every day. So you start like, oh, that guy, he's a good looking guy, but look at the yeah. low set ears. Yeah. You know, you start finding. Co- so I was kind of get more comfortable as we went because I was like, I'm not perfect, not even close. So I'm like, but better than that guy. Yeah. You know, there was one guy. I mean, eventually you got to get to the point where you're like, I can't even, I got to keep the shirt on because it's scaring children. And I'm not kidding when I say, the guy had something wrong with his belly button. He was an older guy. Okay. I don't know if it was a cyst or a growth or something. Okay. And listen, he could pro- he's probably going to survive. He probably had it checked out yeah. several times. This was a pretty exclusive resort. I, I feel like say. this guy has health care. Mm-hmm. And he probably had it looked at and they're like, listen, we could take it off. But it's not it's not life threatening. So he's like, all right, keep it on. But it was a giant growth. And he was out there every day at the pool with this giant growth. And I swear, everybody was looking at it like, oh my God. Oh my God. Like I think people were moving their chairs just to keep children's sight lines away from this growth on this man's stomach. Yeah. But was no you can't say anything because it's like we all got growths. But they were like, Yeah, but this one mm-hmm. is it's it's got its own area code. Like this thing <laughs> <laughs> this is gonna be a problem. 
And then he put on his shirt a couple times. He could see it through the shirt. Mm -hmm. So eventually, you got to be like cognizant of other people. Yeah. Like, all right, I, I know you guys don't want to see this, but I, we did. We all watched it. We all, all looked here. at it. Th like three days in, my wife's a good person. I try to be a good person, but I'm not. Mm -hmm. And she's the better of you two, yes, right? Absolutely. Yes. And by day three, she kind of whispers to me. She goes, "You've seen the belly button guy, right?" And I'm like, "Of course, I've seen the belly button. <laughs> I was waiting for you to say something so we could make fun of it for the rest of the week. Like I've seen it. It's fucking horrific. Yeah. But you know, we we're both we were both trying to be nice about it, but mm -hmm. eventually we were like, "This is getting. This is a lot out of hand." Yeah. So anyway, we this is all I'm saying is. I don't want to make fun because we're all d different shapes. Who looks great? Mm -hmm. Especially when you're at poolside and you try. Yeah. Like if anything like me, I, what I do is I listen, I, I do my best to keep my shit tight and in clothes. I think I do. But when I, when the clothes come off, it's like, all right, I'm still, I'm, I'm 56 in the end, you know, and 56 becomes 56, no matter who the fuck you are. Eventually 56 gets you and you're not the person you once were mm -hmm. and you got to have to, Start, you know, you got to work that out. Here's what you do. You could go with the shorts. I, I recommend a, a mid-thigh short. I, you know my situation. The shorter, the better. I, the, the days of the, when we're going to get to this in a second. Our, this podcast is basically going to be what's in and what's out. What's in? What's out. Because yeah. we're new year. What's out, 2022 is over. The, leave these things behind. 2023, new. I'm going to, here's mine. The shorts got to be shorter. I know I've said this before, but they, I'll even shorten them up again. Thigh guy summer was last year or maybe two years ago. Uh, this year, go. what's higher than thigh? Ooh, um, what's the top of the thigh, Alex? I mean, what do you call that? I mean, groin guy? Gro yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, get that. I'm saying get that high. Mm -hmm. Because most men, women in, too, most men, even even if you're horrible belly button guy, mm -hmm. you, you probably got a pretty good thigh. Yeah. Most men have a decent thigh. I think it's time to show that shit off. The days of the wet, soppy to your knees, who that, you know, by the time you get out of the pool, they're 25 pounds and mm -hmm. they sop around. It's over. That's done. Cut them down to half thigh, maybe even higher. That, and then throw, you can throw a shirt over that, button up shirt, but unbutton it okay. all the way down. So, you see your front area, which is once again for a guy, if just that center area, center chest, even down. if you have a big gut, like it still looks okay when you're mm -hmm. when you got because you're not seeing the back, the back. Nobody knows their back. Yeah, we don't know our backs. Mm -mm. I mean, when's the last time you you truly washed your back? Like I'm talking real good. I'm talking yeah. getting the unless you have one of those things. Mm -hmm. to, and who has those? Some we, people, but I know. But here's what happens: crazy with, people. Yeah, yeah. Here's what happens with those. You all, we all get them, and we think we're going to be this back scrubber person, mm -hmm. but we do, we're not. And then it hangs in your shower for two years. It gets all mildewed and shitty looking, and you can't. So you gotta you gotta throw it away. And now you get that mid back area that your hands never get, mm -hmm. and who knows what's happening back there. So you don't see that when you do the shirt. No. So that's what I'm saying. If DiCaprio and this guy on the back of the yacht. Just a little shirt opened up, especially DiCaprio. The guy looks good, like in the front there, that yeah. area. It's gonna be fine. His friend with him, that's gonna be good too. So that let's that's my end for twenty twenty three. More DiCaprio, okay? I'm gonna just read this the way it's written, and you guys can compare your lives to DiCaprio's okay. and see if you're on the right track for twenty twenty three. Okay. The Oscar winner was spotted on a yacht off the island of Saint Bartholomew. Mm -hmm. or whatever on monday surrounded by friends i don't think i've ever in my life been surrounded by friends right and if i am i'm in the wrong place. it's an intervention <laughs> why are you all here <laughs> Dude, the last time i was surrounded by friends it was chris, you, chris you're going you know down the, the wrong path <laughs> <laughs> oh my god that's funny uh and photos taken of the caribbean excursion of a shirtless dicaprio 48 48 yeah that's the other thing i mean god bless this guy for still having the energy to do these things. I mean, he's got the money and it's... I, listen, being on a yacht in St. Bart's on New Year's sounds pretty nice. Yeah. I don't know the alternative. Like, what do you do? Hang out here in rainy Los Angeles? Like, go enjoy your life. And he can. So that's nice. Um, he, he is seen taken into sights on board the vessel alongside four individuals. I think there was more than four. Just in these pictures, there's four. 
After DiCaprio, now this is my favorite part. After DiCaprio parted ways with ex-girlfriend Camilla Barone. Now this is the other thing about DiCaprio. Every girl he's ever gone out with is has that type of name. Yeah. He, ne- he never goes out with Judy Stein. You know no, what I mean? No, like, he does not. When he parted ways with Judy Steinberg, it's never Judy Steinberg. No. It's never uh, Mary Wilson. When he, when he, part- well, Mary Wilson's actually, I think she was in the Supremes, but you know what? Mary Jones. Mm-hmm. He parted ways with Mary Jones. Esther Johnson. <laughs> yeah. He departed. And we remember when him and Esther Johnson didn't work. It's never that. It's always Camilla Barone. In August, they were together for four years. They parted ways. And then he was seen, here you go, here's another one, Gigi Hadid. Yeah. Gigi Hadid. I never, I don't go out with Gigi Hadid. I go out with Chris Potter. Chris Potter. Yeah. You know, that's who, That's the girls I go out with. What? Yeah, she's a regular gal. She, 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 where'd you get that sweater? Where'd you get that sweater? Ross. Ross. Dress for less. <laughs> you got it. It's, it's probably a brand name, but it wasn't, she didn't get it at that place mm-hmm. where- she didn't get it with Gigi Hadid got her outfit. In September, a source told people that DiCaprio was taken with Gigi Hadid. Uh, they explained that the supermodel 27 is the type of woman he's usually attracted to. No shit. Yeah. Uh, I love when they, people go out on the limb. Yeah, I'm attracted to a Gigi Hadid type. Ooh. Oh, you are? Oh. The perfect uh, six-foot, skinny, mm-hmm. gorgeous model type? That's your... Yeah. Yeah, that's what I go for. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, that's great. I want to hear DiCaprio go... I like a Melissa McCarthy type, you know, a good gal, big, yeah. strong back on her. Mm-hmm. If you're moving, she could carry a fucking crate of books. Yeah. You know, without without crying about it. <laughs> <laughs> See how far Gigi Hadid can get your box of refrigerator magnets across the front lawn if you if you need somebody to mm-hmm. help you move. Gigi Hadid can't do shit. She can't move a desk. And this is the kind of stuff that we, as real people, the Caprio doesn't lead a real life. No. But real people, we need somebody who can move a desk because that's the reality of the situation. Mm-hmm. It's not St. Bart's with, uh, with these fancy Camilla Barone. You think, what do you think? You think Camilla Barone could, could lift anything? No, she no, can't. probably not. What if you fall down with you're out in St. Bart's and you have a, you know, he's 48. He can have an incident. Yeah. Who's going to carry him to the emergency room? Camilla Marone? No. no. You go out with, with Susan Jones, she'll <laughs> fucking put you on her back, take you to the emergency room. You no problem with that. Anyway, Gigi Hadid, he, he likes that type. High pro, oh, this is my favorite. Now, this is a, a paragraph that will never follow my name. I could safe to say I don't think it'll ever follow Alex's name. <laughs> okay. And, it, and most of the uh, my listening audience who I love, I don't think it's ever going to follow your names. And maybe we're better off for it, but here you go. Um. He, they, he loves a Gigi Hadid type, they say. And they say, they sort of run in the same high-profile circles <laughs> and would see each other at events, clubs, restaurants, and gatherings. I've never been, I don't think I've ever been in a high-profile circle, and I've had a pretty good career mm-hmm. with high-profile people. I don't think I've consider myself in high-profile circles. I never, I don't go to a ton of events or clubs or restaurants or gatherings. DiCaprio and Hadid were last seen together. Anyway, DiCaprio and Hadid are no longer together. That's the point. That's the point. Last month, the Caprio and actress. Now, here's who's the, the new one. Victoria Lamas. Mm-hmm. Oh, we're seen leaving the Bird Street Club. Is this what we talked this about? This what we were talking on about. Patreon, on Sunset Boulevard. West. Oh, that's a... Do I need to be going to this place? You should the be. The Bird Street Club? Have you not been yet? No, I don't even know what the fuck it is. Well, I got a membership. You want to go? <laughs> is, it, is it a private club? I'm Do sure it, it is, yeah. Oh, I'd love to get down there. When I was reading, I think they were saying that that's kind of what it's all becoming, right? It's, private is it do they have uh, chicken wings <laughs> hey have you seen me at the bird tree club you guys have chicken wings? can you turn on the mets game uh it's not that type of place oh all right so you guys don't have like do you have blended drinks yes it is indeed a <laughs> private members club oh, a source told people that were in a big group dinner mm-hmm. they were also joined by a number of other people um, the Titanic. I wonder if he gets pissed off when they still call him the Titanic actor. He's like, all right, I've done He's a like, lot of shit listen, since Titanic. I fought a bear. Like, I'm still the Titanic actor. Mm-hmm. I mean, I won an Oscar for for the Revenant. Yeah, let's call me the Revenant actor. Wolf of Wall Street's one yeah, of the greatest right. movies Wolf of, of Wall all Street, time. Exactly. I mean, yeah. yeah, I mean, he's done some good stuff. So, oh, I I'm looking at this Camilla Morone now. Oh, he fucked up. She's good looking. Now, what does this Camilla Morone do? Now, she's what is her life? She just bounces to another billionaire, right? She's mm-hmm. 
She says, what is she doing now? Oh, she, you know, she married her high school boyfriend. Philanthropy. Yeah, who works over at, uh, he's, a, he's he does the shipping and receiving mm-hmm. at, uh, at, U, at the mail place, USPS. Postal service. What? That's what he's yeah, up to. Yeah, that's what Camilla Barone is doing now. So wait a minute. She used to be with the Caprio on yachts. Now she's with her high school boyfriend. Yes. That's not how it works. She just goes to another billionaire guy who, you know, usually not as good looking as it's usually a tech guy, mm-hmm. you know, who's it's not DiCaprio. No, but it's still he's got the wallet. He's got the DiCaprio money, mm-hmm. but he doesn't have the DiCaprio look. And he kind of gets off on that. She was famous, too. It's mm-hmm. always one of those guys who. Yeah, he needs an Amber Heard to make him relevant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Amber yeah. Heard. Perfect example. Yes. Anybody who's with that uh, Elon Musk or all these all these people who just, I guess, they love it. They we got to run in higher profile circles. I don't. You know, I, I thought about it reading this article. I'm like, do I need to be in high profile circles or do I need to be at Bird Street Club? <laughs> like, so I looked it up and the Bird Streets Club is the name of the club. It is a private members club. They have multiple venues, though. Oh. So to be a part of the club means that you so it's have... Like, it's like a Soho house type kinda, situation. Yes. It might be a new hot Soho house. Because mm-hmm. like I said, Soho house as much as i love it and been there many times i and i'm not even a member and the malibu one is very close to my malibu place mm-hmm. did i mention i have that um and so i i walk past the one in malibu a lot but i i walk past beachside because my place is beachside a lot of people's is on the other side and that's gross mm-hmm. that's poor people and uh i walk past so i could see in from the beachside mm-hmm. i could see inside what's that beach that's Malibu. That's called Carbon Beach in oh, Malibu. Okay. Carbon Beach, they call it. Uh, or the other term a lot of people use for it is billionaires Ooh, beach. Oh, I've heard they of that it, yeah, one. Yeah, billionaires mm-hmm. beach. Interesting. I live on that beach mm-hmm. in the shittiest <laughs> the place <laughs> that I think every billionaire probably wants to bulldoze over mm-hmm. because it's an eyesore. But whatever. It's there. Uh, so, uh, yeah. But I walk past the Soho house in Malibu a lot and I get to look inside. And it looks... Nice. I mean, I was in once. I went one time. My friend got me in there. Like, for, it was like opening day. It was like the grand opening. And I was like, oh, this will be exciting. A lot of celebrities. There was nobody. Nobody? No, like, I, I was in there. Like, if I'm in there, it's a problem. It's like that what Groucho Marx says, I don't want to belong to a club that would have me as a member. Yeah. Like, I kind of agree with that. So, and Soho House Sunset, for those of you, you guys know Soho House. They're everywhere. And now they're becoming a little too much. Mm-hmm. Like Sunset, I've been in a thousand times and I still don't belong there. So they're letting Riff Raff in is my point. And now they probably need a new club. Yeah. Like DiCaprio's not going to Soho House, so he needs Bird Street or whatever this is called. Well, so I'm looking. So give me more details. They got about 12 spots in LA. Oh, 12 bars in lot. LA. 12. Well, they have, they got 12 pizza huts in LA. Yeah. Like that's too many. Yeah. They got one coming in Aspen, one in Miami, one in Dubai, Toronto Ooh. and Nashville. So these people are branching out. Oh. So is this to- is Toronto, that hot a city that we're going to do. Cause those are some pretty hot cities. I, I, don't know. I mean, I don't know. Nashville. Listen, I love Nashville. I'm perform. I'm coming to Nashville. Mm-hmm. I'm coming to Zany's in Nashville. So if you got anybody within earshot of this podcast, has got a hookup for me at Bird Street Club in Nashville. I'd love to you know, check it out mm-hmm. in Nashville. Get me in there. I can hang out with Trace Atkins or whoever. <laughs> I don't know who the fuck goes to these places. I could probably get you a yeah, a, yeah I can a hang table out with, I at think, the Kid Rock bar. You want to oh, go to the Kid I th- Rock I've bar? I've been there. Been there. Good, good friend, Kid Rock. Uh, anyway, he expressed to the Post that she's fond of him, obviously, but they're not dating. This is the Lamas girl. Mm-hmm. This is the new one. Twenty-three, I believe. Oh, geez, is that is what that it is? True? I think it is. Twenty-three. Let me oh, look. Oh my god, this. I mean, I got to tell you, it sounds good on paper. This twenty-three when you're forty-eight, mm-hmm. but it's it just eventually you're like, oh my god, what? Who? Who's? Yeah, she's you know, born in ninety-nine. To, twenty-three. <laughs> is that really? Oh, that's real. I mean, good for him. That's that's but, rough. I, once again, on paper, it sounds like a good idea. Mm-hmm. But you start talking, you and your fat friend on the end of the yacht, like he's like someone. You start talking about things like, remember that, remember that one episode of Happy Days where Fonzie, you know, is jumping in the shark, or mm-hmm. the, well, no, even before he jumped the shark, he jumped in Al's parking lot. Yeah, and he wiped out it. It was a two-parter. I d- yeah, and it, st- it said to be continued, and you had to wait a week to see. 
the the climax of that episode. Remember I, that? Yeah, I remember that. You're playing the part. Yeah, I'm the, playing the part because yeah, you have no idea what I'm talking no, about. No, I either. I know exactly what you're talking about. I grew up <laughs> so, in a happy days so household. Anyway, you're still talking about this is what you talk about. The 23 year old girl's like, what? It was a TV show. Yeah. And so what happened? That and he, the guy jumped. He was he rode a motorcycle. Mm-hmm. Who was it? His name was Fonzie. Fonzie. And who played him? He sounds like a tough guy. He was played by Henry Winkler, and everyone feared him. Yeah. So, wait, Henry Winkler, the little short Jewish guy who's on Barry? Barry? Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. that guy. So he was a tough guy? Yes. Very, he was uh, a t- the toughest. He, and people would literally tremble in fear when he when he walked in a room. Mm-hmm. They would run from him. Yeah. Wait a minute. This I'm playing the girl and the guy. Okay. Wait a minute. The guy, he's like five foot four. Uh-huh. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. But he had a leather jacket on. In the early episodes, he had like a blue windbreaker, on, and that's a true story. Yeah, he didn't have the, he didn't have the leather, leather jacket like season three. He had like a blue windbreaker on. He's like five foot three, nebbishy Jewish guy. But so why would people tremble from him? Because he can punch a jukebox and start a song. Mm-hmm. Okay, can you do that? What's a jukebox? Oh, forget it. Get off the boat. Get, can you get? Could we pull into some port? Somewhere, yep. I'm talking to the captain now. Can we yeah. pull into a port somewhere? Call Lorenzo. And we get a couple of 48 year old broads yeah. on the ship with uh, painted, you know, toenails and uh, who uh, with a French tip. Yeah, Is that what to call it? Cork wedge. Cork <laughs> a cork wedge. wedge. A French tip. Couple trulies. A, f- <laughs> a faded dolphin tattoo on her back who can have a conversation about happy days on this boat for three fucking days. Yes. You want some more sushi, Susan? Yes, I'd love more sushi. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about Three's Company for a little while. Oh, I would love to really chop mm-hmm. that up. Yeah. Thank God. Well, now we're having... I I swear to you, I'm not kidding when I say, I feel like that's more fun to me. Yeah. And if you if it becomes like a sexual thing, listen, 23 is all fun and good and it looks... Not, but Susan's going to give you a good time too. Mm-hmm. She's been around a bit. She's like, I. She knows a couple tricks. I know how to knock this thing yeah, around. Yeah. Sure. DiCaprio, take your pants off. I know how to give this thing a, an old, a, a good rogering. Mm-hmm. I'll show you. This law, Miss Girl's never had to. <laughs> oh, yeah, no way around. No. This, this girl slapping around. Sometimes it's good, sometimes it's bad. But she's like, listen, I've done this before. Mm-hmm. I've been down this road. I've, I've, this is not nothing new to me. Mm-hmm. So just shut off the lights and, and shut the fuck up and let's get it done. Yeah. And then we'll talk more about so it's happy days. So anyway, that's what I feel. But mm-hmm. anyway, I just can't get enough of this DiCaprio on in St. Bart's on a on a yacht. I mean, at some again. point, yeah, at some point he's got to start doing TikToks with these girls, and that's when it ends, right? He's just like, all right, we're done. Uh, but that you know, I think he's good like that. He's yeah. like, I'm not going on your TikToks. I'm not mm-hmm. going on your Instagram. I'm not, I'm not that guy. Mm-hmm. So he. I, I think it's him. He's probably a clever, he's a smart guy. You don't hear anything about him. Yeah. Like somebody wrote me yesterday because we talked about this a little bit on Patreon. So people were talking about it. And they were saying, the only thing I heard about him is he has to have sex from behind with headphones on. And I was like, well, how did you hear that? Yeah. Like, she was like, I don't, I don't know. Somebody told me that. And I'm like, yeah, well, there's no way that that could be corroborated mm-hmm. unless you talk to a girl. who. And I feel like they don't. Everyone you know, that Hadid's yeah. not, he doesn't talk to this person. Everyone that actually knows that has signed an NDA long ago. Right. You know right, what I mean? Right. Like, yeah, if yeah, this yeah. is real, that's the kind of, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's so tight. I don't know. I don't know. I've never been with like celebrity people like sexually. So I don't know what I, like I had to, I have to sign something. Yeah. Like I can't think of anybody that sexually I was with that's famous mm-hmm. outside of like, uh, Moira Kelly, who's the star of The Cutting Edge, mm-hmm. but uh, nobody gives a fuck about her anymore. She's in, she's doing, you know, Hallmark Christmas movies, playing the mother. Yeah, gross. No, so I, but but it was, you know, we were in high school. Mm-hmm. There's no NDAs in high school. No, not yet. At least <laughs> there probably yet. will be now. Anyway, so that's all exciting stuff. Congratulations to DiCaprio for still being able to do such things. Jeremy Renner. We discussed this also on Patreon. Get a Patreon. You'll hear all this news first. Uh, we goofed about it a little bit. We joked and we had some fun with it. He's going to be okay. I think he actually spoke about it yesterday. He showed a picture of himself in the hospital bed. Pretty pretty fucked up. His wow. face is, you know, he's got a big black eye and he says he's he's going to be fine. But he says, now I feel bad about making, you know, we, we were a little cautious or a little concerned about having some fun with it yesterday because... 
you know, we didn't know what condition he was in, and mm-hmm. we didn't want to have him die. And we didn't want to get Anne haged. Yeah, we got it. We did. We got a little Anne haged. When Anne haged died, we were the news told us she was fine, mm-hmm. and then a day later she was dead, and we felt bad that we were just kind of having some fun with it. So we didn't want to have the same thing that happened with Jeremy Renner. Anyway, it looks like he's going to be fine, and we were having some fun with it. But turns out. It's not like he was out like trying to help somebody. Oh. There was a stranded motorist, and he was trying to help them. So he was doing a good thing, and we looked like complete assholes. for. And he was hit by a snowplow or something while he was trying to do a good deed. Mm-hmm. At least that's what I'm reading. It was probably some hot model yeah. that was leaving his house. Because I've, listen, I don't want to say I know people in the Jeremy Renner camp, but I know people in the Jeremy Renner camp. I know mm-hmm. people who've who swing by Jeremy Renner's place from time to time. Okay. And, you I'm know, picking up what you're putting yeah, down. That, are you? Are you? Yep. I, I'm, I'm not, I don't have an NDA, but I have an NDA. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like every now and again, Jeremy Renner will make a, a phone call. And to people friend. Come, come over. Yeah. And they come over and they, everybody does, you know, Jimmy, 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 fuck, fuck. And yeah, yeah. am I making sense? Yeah, yeah. Oh, without saying so too much, I'm saying mm-hmm. too much. So I know people in his camp, that camp. Yeah. So I'm saying that was he helping an elderly woman on the side of the road? Is he helping some gal who was leaving the house? Got you know wheels was spinning, and he was helping. I don't. Hey, well, listen, he's gonna be fine, and I'm happy to hear that. Mm-hmm. Uh, who doesn't like Jeremy Renner? He seems like a nice guy, and uh, so we're all happy for him. That'll be okay. Uh, now I'd like to get to the the crux of of this episode, uh, and that is uh, about what's in and what's out this 2023 we don't want you guys to go out there in the world and not know what's going to be in for 2023 and what's out um okay here we go now some of these i have no idea what they are okay i'm gonna be honest with you i have no idea what they are i have no idea who they are okay first one out iowa Okay. Oh, sorry, people of Iowa. This is according to the Washington Post. Out, Iowa, in South Carolina. Oh, my parents are thrilled. They're in Myrtle Beach. Okay, out. I I talked about this yesterday. Quiet quitting. Okay, yep. Quiet quitting is out. We've talked about quiet quitting before. That's when you just, you just don't, you just don't do your job anymore. Yeah. Until, you keep showing up and taking know, a paycheck, yes. but you quit working. You don't quit working. Yeah. I feel like every place I go into has mm-hmm. quit working. Yes. Every place. Every place. I go every Starbucks or you name the fucking place. Everybody has quit working. Mm-hmm. Um, quiet quitting. Uh, you know what's in? Loud layoffs. <laughs> okay. Okay. So that means, oh, and Alex, we talked about this in Fast casual charcuteries. Okay. Fast casual charcuteries. Do you want to know what that is? Yes. The Chipotle of charcuterie is opening in Manhattan. Oh, no. They're opening oh, a charcuterie no. restaurant. A fast cat. Like a-, a Boston-based charcuterie company that wants to be the Chipotle of charcuteries is set to open its first New York City location, according to co-owner Morgan Biles will be bankrupt in two years. Yep. The brand, which went viral on TikTok during the pandemic with its mix and match, Shakuri will open in Greenwich Village, Thompson Street. Oh, that's some fucking that's rent some right rent. there. This guy yeah. better be selling some, some sausage and cheese with that with that address. Biles tells Edith to expect customizable charcuterie boards, New England farmer's cheese, as well as sweet and savory sides. They Oh, they set it up for you. They make you a charcuterie board. Big yeah. fucking deal. I saw this from there. They kind of put, they have like some to-go options, you know, they okay. wrap it up. Well, that's in. Fast that's casual in. charcuteries are in. Butter boards are out. I didn't think, I saw this on TikTok or whatever. It was just different butters on a board. Mm-hmm. How many butters are there? I, I mean, mean a many, lot. You're are gonna, there? You're, yeah. You're what do you got, like a salted? Well, you're going to have some salted, some unsalted, maybe okay. like a maple or an almond oh, something in wait there. wait a minute. I didn't even know they had such a you thing. You know, an apple butter. Irish, Irish, Irish butter. Mm-hmm. Margarine. Margarine. That's the real good stuff. <laughs> All right. Oh, Low yeah. fat, I think. Um, um, China's population out. India's population in. That's a lot. Oh, in. Oh, out. Oh, wait a minute. Sorry, everybody. Out. And I people love her. Jennifer Coolidge, out. Oh. Juliet Lewis in. Okay. Does Juliet Lewis know that? Oh, because she's in <laughs> she's in Yellow Jackets. People uh, like that show. Yes. So she's it's in. coming back. Juliet Lewis is uh Oh, sorry, everybody. Who's in these thruples are out. Oh. Thruples. That's three people. Mm-hmm. What's in? 
polycules. What is a polycule? An expert on poly... Po, uh, you know what I'm saying. Uh, after Polycules. The, uh, what is a polycule? It turns out that... Uh, okay, The Guardian noted that in 2020... What is this all saying? It says all of the people linked through their relationships, usually romantic and or sexual, to one or more members of a polyamorous group. Oh, so it's the same thing as a throuple. A po- I believe a polycule is the person who is engaged in polyamory. I think oh, like if I was poly, I'm, so I'm a polycule. I think. <laughs> okay, I'll I'll go with that. I uh, might be wrong. So okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Oh, out. Oh shit! I just got one. A poolside living room. Pretty much just got one. Ooh. It's out. You know what I'm saying? You got to throw it away now. <laughs> I, gotta, I just got to get out of this dump that I just mm. bought. Poolside living room is out. Party barns are in. Mm-hmm. Do you guys have... What is a... The latest entertaining trend is having a party barn in your own backyard. A backyard studio offers a quiet escape for creativity. We're actually kind of... We taped this podcast in what I in could... In a party barn. I could turn this around very quickly and make this a party barn. Mm-hmm. Real quickly. I hope you guys have a homeowners with ample acreage are building party barns, vast structures in a rustic style that can absorb a crowd and take a bit of wear and tear. People want fun, casual spaces where they don't have to worry about formal entertaining. All right. Nice. Part. Oh, I'm going to a lot of cities. uh, Yes. I'm going to a lot of cities this year on tour Mm -hmm. and I'm going to a lot of cities that I feel like are party barn cities. Yes. Can you please invite me to your party barn? Uh, I won't go, but I would like to be invited. Um, oh, vo- oh, FaceTiming is out. Voice memos are back. Oh, okay. I like that. You know who leaves voice memos? I just want, uh, Now, I'm telling you the story for several reasons, because I want you people to know who I, I am as a person. I want okay. you people to know the circles I run in. I said earlier that I don't run in the type of circles DiCaprio runs in, but I've gotten several voice memos from a dear, my dear friend David Spade. Okay. He leaves a lot of voice memos. He's, you know, just, hey, what's up? Haven't talked to you in a while. Hope you're well. Just spade. It's spade. It's spade. Pretty exciting to hear. It's spade. For me, a guy, I was like a fan of spade before I knew he was a dear friend. So having spade leave me voice memos. It's spade. What's going on? So it's pretty exciting. Anyway, I get some voice memos from spade. But Gen Z now prefer voice notes. This is, this is all interesting stuff you guys should know. Third uh, Gen Z now prefers voice notes to text. 18 to 24 year olds claim that they're the fastest way to communicate. And uh, that's it. A survey has revealed that voice notes have grown in popularity in recent years. All generations are using them more, but those in Generation Z seem to prefer them the most. Over half of those studied say they prefer voice notes because they are easier. They are more popular with men, dispelling the stereotype that women like to talk more. Do you, how do you feel? I don't even know what a voice, like, is that just, hey, everybody, like, yeah, you, it's like a spade leaves them for me on Instagram. Mm-hmm. I'll, I will just so you guys know who I am. And um, then uh, if you do it on your phone, they actually disappear if you don't save them. So they're good. They just kind of quick, okay. quick, low pressure. But and FaceTiming is annoying. It like is. If, like, you can't FaceTime mm-hmm. all the time. Like, yeah. FaceTiming is for, like, you want to talk to grandma mm-hmm. and that. It's not for every conversation. The young generation really overdid it. You know, getting obsessed with, I think, with the way they look into the camera. But yeah. these younger kids, they want the quick stuff. I think that's good. Um, don't blame millennials. That's out. Blaming Gen X is in. Nice. I'll take uh, that. Okay. This is a good one. Found a good one. Mm-hmm. Chagachinos. Is that my pronouncing that correctly? Chaga. Chaga. Oh, Chagachinos. It's a mushroom coffee? Mm-hmm. That's out. It's you, out. Who, you idiots. Mm-hmm. You who sat there eating a drinking a chaga $12 chaga chino is that what it's called a chaga chino have you ever had a chaga chino i haven't had one but anyway it's out good thing you have it because it's out and you know what's in yopon tea if i'm pronouncing that correctly yopon tea interesting europeans thought to bring this to north america native americans brewed the leaves of holly plant to make a caffeinated drink they called uh a casino known as yopon tea is North America's only native source of caffeine and contains about one-third the amount in a cup of coffee. And while more than 90% of Americans report consuming caffeine on a daily basis, it turns out that pouring yourself a cup of ambition truly is a Southern thing. Anyway, uh, get that. Get Yao Pain Tea. Mm. Jenny Ortega is out. Jenna Ortega. Who that? Who this? Who's Jenna Ortega? I don't know. Hallie Bailey is in. You know who that is? Really? She's the new mermaid. She's the new little mermaid. Okay. That she's black. And people got very upset that, you know, 
there are people in this world who are upset that cartoon characters are being played by black people. You know, yes. like there are idiots in this world who'd be upset by such things. But anyway, she is in. And because she's a cute girl and she should, and I wish her luck being the new AirPods are out. Okay. Bone conduction headphones are in. What? Forget Bone? smartwatches. Consumers are, are snapping up these quirky alternatives. Finish basements out. We love the finish basement. Oh, that was like a, for rich people. Mm-hmm. We, um, at the Frangiola house in Ronkonkoma, we had to go down there one time and just put some tar, hot tar on the on the walls of the basement just so you had some leaks. So we mm-hmm. just tarred it, just tarred it. Tarred it up. Had a ping pong table down there that I won at USA Roller Skating Rink in a, in a raffle that my mother couldn't believe it. She called it Better Business Bureau. And this is not a joke. We won the ping pong table. My mother called it Better, Better Business Bureau to make sure that this was on the level. Mm-hmm. She, is this on the level, this USA Roller Skating Rink? My, they're calling my son saying you want a ping pong table. I'm like, Mom, it's a $179 ping pong table. I think it's on the level. Yeah. And my mother was like questioning the people at the Roller Skating Rink. Like, is this for real? And they're like, yeah, just get this fucking thing out of here. Like, we please. And yeah, we took he won. It. Come get so it. So that was down. We didn't have a finished basement. We had that down there. That then it became, we played ping pong on it once. And then my, it was. It, for the next 10 years, it held folded clothes, folded <laughs> towels. Anyway, that's finished basements are done. Mm-hmm. Finished rooms over the garage are in. Okay. Which I we have here. Mm-hmm. When I, it's not a room over the garage, but it's a finished garage. Yeah. I have it at the new place as well. Finished garage. So I'm in. I'll tell you who had a, who had a finished room over the garage. And we're going to go back to Fonzie. Oh. Fonzie lived above the garage at the Cunningham house. Mm-hmm. Which also, if you think about it, he was not, people cowered when he came into this five foot four man. They cowered in his presence. Yeah. And also, he was a bit of a loser who lived above the garage at the Cunninghams. I don't think he had a buck. I really don't. Mm-hmm. But everyone loved him. Uh, so there you go. Don't, Wasn't we, his office in a bathroom? <laughs> Wasn't that his office? I think you're right. I think his office. <laughs> this guy's not doing right, well Alex. at all. I, well, you really do know how he did. Yeah. Yes, he was. I believe his office was in the bathroom. You were right about that. Uh, they're saying IUDs are out and get vasectomies. Like, forget, ladies, stop putting birth control on you. Mm-hmm. Get your man to stop jizzing all over the yeah. place. All right, you get the idea. So, uh, well, it's fun. Just want to answer one of the questions that we got? Yeah. We got a lot of questions. Let's from, go through a couple of those. From fans of the podcast. They're on our Facebook page. I know this is one of the ones that goes out to everybody, so maybe you guys aren't as up on it as uh, as some of them. Oh, this is an interesting one. Somebody has a question about Alex, your countertop dishwasher. Oh. Would you would you would you recommend it to other people, or is it is it more trouble than you thought? I think Alex I would- bought a countertop <laughs> dishwasher. Yeah, I know. Yeah, nobody nobody's ever heard of one, but it's a counter. It's Look, a little dishwasher. It's all the rage in Asia. Okay, it's twenty twenty four in Asia. <laughs> how, do you like it? Uh, it's pretty good. It's it's pretty good. The get ones with actual buttons because the touchscreen ones might go out on you. That's what I say, but. It's it's very small loads. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's good if you use a, a, a lot of glass. But okay. if you're just using plastic, just do it normally. Gotcha. Okay. Um, have you ever tried to reconnect with Meghan Markle? She would probably enjoy reminiscing over your days at the restaurant. Uh, plus you and uh, your daughter and Archie could play. I've never tried. I don't even, like, I don't think I could, you could even do that. Like, mm-hmm. I think you'd be arrested if you even tried to contact her. But um, like I said, I do have her number in my phone, but it's, I'm sure it's an old one. An I haven't tried one. it. Um, and honestly, I hadn't spoken to Megan for a while before she became the princess. So I don't want to be one of those people who tries to contact her now. I'm sure there's many people trying to contact her now, but I do yeah, agree. Didn't you, doesn't you have a cousin who won't quit calling her now? <laughs> yeah, too? Well, many, a <laughs> yeah. sister. Yeah. Oh, yes, that's what it is. Uh, so the other thing is, which I often say about Megan, is one day, here's the way I see it happening. We are going to see each other somehow, whether mm-hmm. it be from the the beach walking down the beach and she's in the soho house and she will know she knows who i am by you know like oh it's chris like mm-hmm. right away if we saw each other she'd be like oh, oh. my god for chris Vangelo. because when i when she got she got the the um suitcase show deal or no deal when she got deal or no deal i had just gotten chelsea lately Kind of. I think that was around the same time. Mm-hmm. So we both kind of got out of the restaurant we were working at together at the same time. And we both were like, 
we were corresponding back and forth about, oh, this is kind of fun. Like, you're on a weird show. I'm on a weird show. Mm-hmm. Isn't this exciting? We were in a restaurant a month ago, and now we're all over TV. So we did. We so she we had our our, our fun there. Yeah, you're fellow travelers in that way. I did not watch Chelsea Handler's new Netflix special. I did not. I people are telling me about it. I I hope it's great. I hope you guys enjoyed it. I didn't watch it, nor will I. I don't think you covered Stephen Twitch Boss's passing. Oh no, I didn't because did it's a sad situation, and he seemed like a sweet a heart of a guy. I did not know him. I believe that also happened right before, or right after before our we went on like the Rio holiday. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so we we weren't able to cover it, but he seemed like a sweet guy. I read a lot about him after it happened. Uh, I feel for people who have that you know depression like that, and and uh, you know you just never know. You see a guy like that who seemed like he just had everything going for him, seemed like a fun guy. But we, you see the TV side, you know, we mm-hmm. see the guy on Ellen and and all that. But I guess see, it gets pretty dark for people who have such things. And I and I'm I'm, I'm sorry that had to happen. He, I we, I used to watch him on Instagram dancing with his family, and you you, know, you got a feel for the wife and the kids and. I mean, it's just a sad, it's all around a sad situation. I didn't know him. I, I, I never really watched Alan, but I knew who he was, you know, so it's just sad. Can you tell the Brett Michaels bandana story from your point of view, Stacey Stefan Ray asked? <laughs> yeah, well, I think you're talking about the, the story that Heather McDonald tells about uh, us going to Cabo together, and I was wearing a bandana at the pool, and she uh, thought I was a very attractive man until I wore the bandana, and then her, her, her attractiveness for me has went away. And we told the story, and it became like a sketch on Chelsea Lately and all that. Um, I'm going to stand by the fact that, it, first of all, it wasn't a Brett Michaels bandana. Uh, it was a bandana, yes, agreed. Uh, was it a good look? Probably not, but I have to stand by it in a different time. Okay, now there were many people who wore that bandana. Okay, here's how I wore it. I wore it thick, like around the forehead. Like okay. A thick bandana. Thick okay? bandana. And it was a look back then. What color bandana? Are we blue. Talking? Blue, okay. blue bandana. So yeah, I wasn't yeah, I wasn't going crazy like doing fun colors. Red or anything. Or, just yeah. straight blue. I wasn't J Lo with yeah. a white one. It wasn't you know? a power bandana. No, no. So it was blue. listen, it was a bold fashion choice at the time. The wrong choice agreed. The wrong choice to be hanging out at a pool in Cabo with a bunch of comedy writers in a bandana. Yes, bad choice, but I made it. I can't. So that is, it wasn't Brett Michaels. It was more, it was more, this is going to age me and you guys probably have no idea. It was more Dan Cortez. That's who I was looking to be. And now for those of you guys who know who Dan Cortez is, this makes, uh, this will make so much sense to you. So get Brett Michaels out of your mind when you think bandana. Think Dan Cortez. That's the look I was going for. Okay. Okay. And it will make if you look up a picture of Dan Cortez in a bandana, it will make much more sense to you. Nineties MTV. Mm-hmm. Who knows where he is now? I'm, I hope he's doing well. Um, so there you go. The uh, yeah, I want, I'm not going to tell that. It's a long story. Uh, before my daughter, did your wife ever travel with you to shows? Yes. Once she came with me to uh, Reno, Nevada, where I was performing on New Year's Eve at a pretty shitty comedy club in Reno. And she came and she, it wasn't, there was a show before New Year's Eve and then there was New Year's Eve. She came to the show before New Year's Eve mm-hmm. and I was like, oh, okay, this is it. I was like, yeah, this is This it. is it. This is what I'm trying to tell you. Like, you don't need to come. You didn't need to. Yeah. And she's like, okay, this is, but then we actually had fun on New Year's. Like once the show was over, we had fun in actually Reno on New Year's Eve, but she doesn't need, she's like, no, I'm good on, on doing that anymore. Cause I do what it is work. You know, I am working and, um, uh, is Heather McDonald upset that you got behind Gates before she did? Well, probably, probably, <laughs> yeah. yeah. She's probably very upset. I mean, she's got a, a white picket fence in front of her house, and it's gross. People could just climb it and get to. Uh, you could. You, good luck getting into my place. You'll be shot dead mm-hmm. uh, by security helicopters. Uh, but anyway, yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know. She hasn't seen the new place. She was. But uh, when I first bought it, she put on her her real estate cap because she used to do real estate in mm-hmm. that area. 
and was not thrilled with what I was buying and for the price I was buying it for, but she since turned around on it. So I, I, how about that? Does that give you enough? Uh, you have said many times you've given your impression of Alex when you guys first started the podcast. What was Alex's impression of you when you began the podcast? Go ahead, Alex. What was your, now, I'll tell you this. He had no idea who the fuck I was. No, I did. Zero That idea. is true. Um, I do know that. So uh, to him, I was just some, probably some dick, you know, who was just like, what is this old loser who's down on his luck trying to recapture something mm -hmm. with a podcast in a wet, shitty studio yeah. in Koreatown? That's because you, there was other, now let me just kind of explain before Alex tells you his story. There was a lot of other, we were working for a podcast company that was barely a podcast company. Mm -hmm. I thank them for, because it, we are what we are now because of these guys. I think, uh, I think Paul and I kind of did a lot for a lot of people from there. I don't yeah. think, you know what yes, I mean? Yes, right, right, right. Yes. So anyway. The work was legitimate. The company kind of wasn't. Yeah, but, but yeah. there was a lot of podcasts in this studio. So to Alex, I probably was just another cog in the wheel of shitty podcasts that were coming through the studio. Because mm -hmm. this guy was giving like a podcast to literally anybody. Yeah. And many of them had no, I don't think any of them exist anymore. I'm, I don't think any of them. Um, Maybe so, two. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe but, two. But so whatever. So that's, I, and Alex, I'm sure Alex was just like, this is just another shitty podcast that'll be done well, in two weeks. In all, so that probably the first day, uh, I, this was completely because it was a wet podcast studio yes. the way you always describe it. But I work now, when there, I say wet podcast studio, I'm it was not, flooded like the, half like, the time. Yeah, the, anytime the pipes it rained, would burst, yeah, and it would rain or anytime anything, it rained, it was constantly like a wet carpet. Mm -hmm. It was like a, a carpet where if you stood on it, like water would gush what up it, from your feet. What it was was the unit next to us was abandoned, that. and whenever it rained, it would flood in there and it would come through our walls, yes. and it would get on all of our electronics, and it would smell yeah. like toilet water, mm -hmm. and it wasn't great. Um, my at that time, I was literally making fifty dollars to come work twelve hour days yeah. at that place. I was I was pretty much just paying dues. Mm -hmm. So at the time when I first met you, I was probably in a bad mood just because I was completely getting used to be there. Mm -hmm. But then by the end of about four or five weeks, I was like, honestly, I was about to quit that place before you came in. Yeah, so, see, look at him so, now, five, almost five years later. Yeah, yeah. So. I mean, you didn't care one way or the other. You were like, this is just another gig mm -hmm. and let him well, let him sit here and talk. And yeah. I don't give a shit what he's talking about. I mean, you didn't start looking up topics till about three weeks ago. Mm -hmm. So now, look, you got to see this. You hear him. I mean, he's right on top of it now. He knows that this took five years for him to just go. Maybe I, he's talking about something for a long time. I should probably look up what he's talking about. He used to just stare off into the distance thinking about other things he could be doing to th this day, mm -hmm. you know, so. But Sometimes I look things up and I just, I throw you. I don't mean mm -hmm. to distract you. It seems like I'm not paying attention. Uh, so yeah, yeah, so, and then sometimes when he's not paying attention, I I just heard, heard somebody else talking about it. Oh, Howard Stern was talking about doing uh, Morning Joe. Mm -hmm. uh, I guess he just did Morning Joe, that show on MSNBC, uh, Joe Scarborough. And he was saying that, you know, he's like, they're always, I see them because he was doing it remotely and they're always talking about something else and not paying attention because they're looking at the next thing. And he goes, it was throwing me because they're not listening to me as I'm telling my story. But I guess that, and that's sometimes Alex is looking things up yeah. on the phone and I, and it throws me because he's not listening to me and he's the only person I got him looking at one fucking person. So when he's, when he, but he's like always like, I'm looking shit up. Like you tell me to look it up. I do. And then he yell at me for. Looking it up. So yeah. Angel Harvey asked me about the Rolling Stone top singers list that just came out. I mm -hmm. just, I, I actually know it. I, I just read up on it. Um, and I, I saw a lot of people were upset about some of the choices. Uh, I think there was 200 or 400 or whatever it was. And I just looked at the top 40 or 20. Um, and I think number one is Aretha Franklin. And I mean, who could argue with that really? I mean, best like vocal person number two i think was mariah carey once again pretty good but i think people were upset as whitney houston wasn't high enough for uh, what i had been reading okay. Celine dion's not even on it not even Some on people it. were upset about that um yeah so i mean i i'd have to agree with aretha franklin i i mean i, I you know i know aretha franklin of course I, I i can't say that i i listen to all her stuff but who doesn't love aretha franklin's voice if i had to pick mine 
Like, I love the voice of, weirdly enough, like that girl from the Cranberries, Dolores O'Riordan. She's, I think she passed a few years ago. But I loved, like, anytime Zombie comes on or some of her stuff, mm-hmm. I mean, that's like a cool voice. I always thought Sinead O'Connor, I, I'm just, I just mentioned two Irish women, but I think both of them had cool voices. I'm, I'm just talking off the top of my head now um, about people whose voices I like. Mm-hmm. I, I like Natalie Maine's voice from the Dixie Chicks, or I think they call themselves the Chicks now. The Chicks. And Natalie Maines is a dear friend. See her a lot at Fortune. Anytime Fortune has me in anything, Natalie Maines is there. And I I can't say that I truly, I have to pretend like I'm one of the, I'm a famous person too, mm-hmm. so I don't want to gush. So I don't say anything. I just pretend like I don't even know her. Yeah. You know, like I'm that cool. But I have to, I do know, I fucking know her and I'm a fan, mm-hmm. but I have to pretend I'm not. That's what you, that's what we have to do in, in my world. You can't just walk in and go, oh my God, I love the Dixie Chicks. But I like her voice a lot. I mean, who, do you, what about you, Alex? Like, I mean, I guess I'm just naming females, but it's both male and female. Yeah. I mean, I think this list is looking more for like legendary people. Yeah. Like, but it seems like legendary. I look at people. like 199 as Glenn Danzig. You know oh, what I mean? Yeah. So it's like, it's kind all of right. all over the place. Uh, my probably one of my favorites, the chick from Alabama Shakes. Oh, her great. voice is great. Her name is Brittany something. Brittany something. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah killer yeah. voice. Uh, great voice. Mm-hmm. Cool. Yeah, it's like one That's of those the kind of stuff. Like, I like. Yeah, me too. I'm into that. All right, I like it all. You know, I mean, who doesn't love like a Louise Liza Minnelli on mm-hmm. there? Is she on it? Who knows? I don't know. I, I mean, I could talk about this shit for days, but um, I mean, as far as like male voices, I like. I love. I love Bono. I think I like Bono's voice. I know they you guys have will a, hate me. I love Paul McC- I love John Lennon's voice. We started with Norwegian Wood. I love John Lennon's voice. He's I, in the I top think, twenty. I think actually. I like it more than Paul McCartney's voice, honestly. Um, so there you go. I can they talk had about Bob that Seger in the top two hundred for men. Great voice. Uh, Chris Stapleton's there, which is honestly that's a good one. Love him. Real good one. Um, Mark Anthony is yeah. on there. Morrissey. Oh. Oh, Ronnie Mark. James Dio, 165. Oh, Rainbow in the Holy diver. <laughs> You've been down too long in the midnight uh, sea. Well, we're going to close this podcast out. You better believe by closing this podcast out with a little Dino. Holy Diver by Ronnie James Dio. You know, it's funny. I used to live by him in Studio City. He he At the end of his career, I mean, I think he's an Englishman. I could be wrong. I, I don't really know Dio all that well. A little tiny guy. Mm-hmm. And he became like kind of a Studio City like everyone knew him in Studio City, and yeah. so much so that I think he's got like a star on the Ventura Boulevard oh, or something. Wow! So he became like a, like a bit of a legend in Studio City, and uh, I knew him a little bit. Like it was wild to mm-hmm. that that was Dio because I was into like Dio, yeah. his Black Sabbath. I mean, Rainbow in the Dark is oh, still a Rainbow in still the Dark, a hit. and like solo Dio and Black Sabbath Dio mm-hmm. is just good stuff. I mean, Black Sabbath Dio is not Ozzy Dio, but it's pretty good. Holy I'm Diver sorry. has about a, f- you know a two-minute-long intro oh, here. Oh, it does? <laughs> yeah, right. about that. But you get um, there. Anyway, thank you, guys. Happy New Year. Happy 2023. Thank you for uh, coming. We're going to we'll be doing the whole year. We're, we're back. We're excited. Franjola.fun has all my dates. I got a ton of dates. I'm coming everywhere. Chicago's next. Here, here we, we go. go. Yes. That's a pretty good voice. Yeah. Well, how high was he? It's a good voice. He was like 185. Yeah, that's the, good. Yeah. I mean, you know, he's in it. Of all time. Yeah. I mean, died that, young. Died kind of young, Dio. Oh, no, I'm sorry, 165. Good for him. All right, everybody, we're going to head out on a holy diver. Frangiola.fun, all the day. Chicago, Nashville. The next one is uh, I'm coming to a Bricktown Comedy Club in Oklahoma City. In February, going out with Fortune to a bunch of dates. Uh, Vegas and Dallas with Fortune and uh, Albuquerque and on and on and on with Fortune Feimster. Then all my solo dates are up there. Coming everywhere. Indianapolis, St. Louis, Nashville, Chicago, Florida, Tampa, Palm Beach, St. Fort Lauderdale, Mm -hmm. Beach or whatever. You name it, I'm coming. You guys get the tickets. Coming to Mobile, Alabama. Coming to everywhere. I mean, I you got to see the cities. Go to friendjola.fun. Get your tickets. Don't make me look foolish. Washington D.C. You got to go get these tickets. They they're actually kind of uh, being assholes. Yeah, 
Improv DC, I'm coming. So go to the Improv DC website and demand your tickets. And if the ticket link shit. isn't on there, call them call and them. let them know yes. that they're Thank, not doing uh, their job. Go, Thank you, Alex. Yeah, because they, they were kind of dicks to me in an email, and I was furious. Bye-bye, everyone. the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.